More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by Haney University. Find out the information you need to know about getting a golf lesson from me. I've been teaching up a storm at my new studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. So if you want to come take a golf lesson, been on your bucket list, or you just want to get better at golf, uh, come see me. You can get all the information at HaneyUniversity.com. And you can also sign up for my free instructional videos that go out three times a week. If you are looking for some help on your uh, golf game and you want to improve, and maybe this is going to be your best year ever in golf, that's some ways to do it. HaneyUniversity.com. All right. Phoenix Open, Waste Management Phoenix Open. I talked about it leading up to the tournament. I talked about it after the tournament. I thought it's it's the best tournament on the PGA Tour. Now, I, mean, I, I know it's not better than the Masters. I know it's not better than a major tournament because it doesn't have the, you know, it doesn't mean anything if somebody wins the Phoenix Open. Like, you're not going to remember who won the Phoenix Open. Uh, for very long anyways, even if you were one of the a few people, you know, which it's crowded on the 18th hole, but considering the fact that they probably had like 300,000 people out there on Saturday or whatever, I don't know what they had on Sunday. They, you know, they don't announce the attendance anymore because like they don't want to like get in trouble for having that many people out there. So they don't even tell you how many people out there, but I heard the number was just ridiculous. I mean, like crazy. And I can't wait to see how much money the Thunderbirds who run the Phoenix Open, how much money they raised at the Waste Management Phoenix Open for charity. I mean, it's just a a great thing for the community. All right, I've talked a lot about the tournament. I, the one thing I haven't talked about is the golf, which goes to which which says everything 
you need to know about the tournament because the star of the tournament is the tournament and not like the players or who wins the tournament. I mean, it's just kind of, you know, something that's that's kind of going on out there with with the, the, the big party that's going on. And, you know, I, I feel like I'm I'm qualified to talk about this being an event because, you know what, I'm not a partier. I'm a 66-year-old guy that doesn't drink. So I belong to country clubs. I grew up at country clubs. I should be like the farthest thing from a, from a, a guy that's saying this is great. So I, you know, I'm not a guy that you know just can't wait to go to a golf tournament so he could just walk around and get hammered. I'm the exact opposite. But I think it's great. <sighs> Anytime there's that many people out there, you know, for an event that involves my sport, golf, I, I love it. But there was tournament play. And Scotty Scheffler, the best player to have not won a tournament on the PGA Tour, wins a tournament on the PGA Tour. He takes home his first win. Honestly, I got to be honest. I did not watch the beginning of the Super Bowl because I wanted to see who was going to win the term, and I will have to say, for the third week in a row, and I've only been doing it three weeks, for the third week in a row, I went on my Bet MGM app, and with two holes to go, I placed my bet on Scotty Scheffler. There you go. Three for three. Three weeks in a row. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There you go. I just... I don't know. I I had a feeling, and I wasn't. Here's what gave me the feeling. You know, I always say it's a combination, ball striking and putting. you got to combine the two, and the parlay, a big part of it is the putting. And more times than not, when you look at golf tournaments, the winner is going to have to make putts on usually two out of the last three holes. That's usually the way it goes. Now, it may be one of the last three holes and then the playoff hole. You're not going to play the last three holes and not make a putt and win a golf tournament. Tell me the amount of times that happens. Not very many. Patrick Cantley, player of the year last year, which I, you know, I got to admit, I had a problem with that. And And he's played good and he's got all these you know top tens and I think he's top 10 in his last you know whatever many tournaments and that's nice I mean it's a, it's a that's a, a great thing and it's a great run and everything you know I, I don't look at him and like he, here's a guy that and I don't I think he's a pressure player but I don't look at him and there's a guy that's you know gonna absolutely make the putt and win the tournament and he's just you know you're not gonna beat him I just I just I, 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 I don't see him as that guy now I mean you know, I, I know it's – I go back in the day, but, I mean, you know, if Mickelson was coming down the stretch, he's going to he's gonna make that putt. If Spieth is coming down the stretch, you know, he, he, Spieth had – you know, he's won one tournament in how many years. But, but I'm just saying, you know, put him in that position, eh, you know, 
he's going to make that putt. I mean, Tiger's going to make that putt. Canley's one of the best. He's become one of the best putters on the PGA Tour. He really has. You know, when I say one of the best, I mean, he's not like the best. Last year he was 30th, but that's pretty darn good, especially when your third strokes gain tee to green. But he wasn't having a good putting day on Sunday. No matter of fact, he was losing strokes to the field in putting. He lost lost one and a half strokes to the field on putting on Sunday. That turned out to be the difference. He's got that putt to win on on 18 or, you know, to force Scheffler to birdie. Couldn't do it. When player speed is off with their putting, that is not a good sign. When 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 you see a player hitting all his putts the right speed, you just get the feeling that something's going to go in. When I see a player hitting putts the wrong speed, I get the feeling that nothing is going to go in. And in fact, the only way you can make a putt and not hit it the right speed is if, well, two things have to happen. One, it's a straight putt. Because a straight putt, you don't need to marry the speed and the break. So it either needs to be a dead straight putt inside the hole, not outside the hole. Because outside the hole, you got to marry the speed. But inside the hole, if you don't have to give up the hole, you don't have to be perfect with the speed. But that's only on a straight putt. Or you get lucky and either play not enough break and hit it too hard or play too much break and and barely hit it hard enough and then you could make it that way. So so if you don't have the right speed, you either have to have a dead straight putt or you got to make one by accident. And I didn't I didn't have the confidence that uh you Cantley was going to do it in the playoff. Now I was cheering for for this uh, Sahith uh Figali. I I I mean I mean who wasn't? It's a great story. I mean he, but oh my gosh! Every time I watch on the P, on these tournaments on the PJ Tour, I mean it's like the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, every single week. Every time somebody comes out of nowhere, it's like this guy's the new star. This guy's going to be the new star on the PGA Tour. Oh, come on. Oh, my goodness. Our kids played in, 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 in a, you know, 11 events. Now, he, you know, he's done, he's done all right. This, you know, in the 2022 season. You know, I mean... I guess this was his 12th event. I mean, he's only missed two cuts. But that's his second top 10. I mean, 74th, 61st, 48th, 33rd, 25th, 65th. Last year played in seven events, three missed cuts. You know, 32nd, 37th, 34th, 14th. That's pretty good for a young kid. That's good. I'm not saying it's not. But if they tell me somebody's going to be a star, uh, I got to see some statistics to back it up. 
So immediately when they tell me somebody's going to be a star, I got to go look for the statistics. Let me check it out. All right. Let me see what we got here. The gala. Here we go. Tita Green, 81st. Putting, 132nd. Around the green, 95th. Approach shot to the green, 62nd. Off the tee, 126th. 86th in distance, 206th in accuracy, 155th in sand game proximity. Plenty of time to improve. Young player in the beginning of his career. Is he going to be a fan favorite? He, I think he will. I got a, looks like he's got a great personality. That's hard to lead for that long and not win. He was shook up. You know, you could see. But when you see somebody that's that shook up after, like, letting the tournament get away, and it wasn't really, really, you know, his, his fault. He, you know, he thought he had a good shot on 17, but, it, you know, it kind of reminded you of the shot Ricky Fowler hit when he did the same thing. And by the way, when Ricky Fowler hit it on 17 and the ball didn't cut enough and it hit the downslope and it went in the water, it was pretty much the same thing. And he was all tore up after he lost too. His grandmother was there or whatever, or his mother, and they were there, you know, watching him. And, and the Gollies, you know, parents were there and his brother was there and they were all watching him. And, you know, this is going to be his moment and he's going to win. And, and he was he was tore up afterwards. Guys that get tore up at not winning a tournament, I don't know if that's, you know, like typically so, the uh, mental makeup of, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I could understand being emotional, and I would probably be tore up too. But it gives me the feeling that that was an incredible opportunity that didn't happen. It didn't give me the feeling that, it's the first of many, 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 many opportunities. I, I, I can see Ricky Fowler being tore up because he was. Uh, so he, Thagali was tore up. I don't see Justin Thomas being tore up. You know, you know, I, 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 I sure wouldn't have seen Tiger Woods be tore up. Mickelson wasn't that tore up when he lost the U.S. Open. It's just a, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's kind of a different mindset. I hope that kid wins the next week. I hope he, he's a star. I hope, you know, and, he, you know, they say he was the most liked kid on his college team and so well-liked on the tour and the fans loved him. And I was cheering for him. And, he, you know, and he thought he had a good shot on Sydney, but you got to, you, you can't, you, you got to hit that ball with a little cut. That's one of those shots. You know, if you don't, if you turn that ball at all to the left or even just hit it straight, it's going to hit that hill, and it's going to bound into the water. That's just what happens. And, uh, you know, you can think you hit it good. I think Fowler thought he hit his good a few years back, too. But uh, that was that wasn't good. And then, you know, they, and then they get on, and I love the commentary. They get on 18, they go, this, this shot doesn't fit his eye. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh my God! This shot doesn't. This tee shot on eighteen when he flares it to the right doesn't fit his eye. Doesn't fit his eye. Doesn't fit his golf swing. He's hitting a slice off the tee, and the and the hole curves from right to left. That's what. That's what doesn't fit. Canley hits a draw out there. 
you know, you hit a slice out there, it's, it's yeah, it's not going to fit your eye. The hole's curving the other way. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't fit his eye. Well, what, uh, uh, let me just check the statistics again real quick. Uh, driving accuracy, uh, 206th in driving accuracy. What, what, what fairway does fit his eye? <laughs> oh, my God. Listen to these announcers. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Don't even get me started on that. All right, I'm going to talk about Cantley and uh, Scotty Scheffler. And Scotty Scheffler more because he won the tournament when I when I come back. Uh, remember about my voodoo pain relief. If you've got the uh, arthritis pain, this is the best product. Uh, knee joint pain, I mean, I, I got it. And I'll tell you what, the product is, it, it works. We tested this product in a, a clinical study on TMJ. It is phenomenal for uh, TMJ, which is a terrible problem. And the reason we tested it on TMJ uh, patients is because your jaw is the hardest joint to treat because you're always moving your mouth. And the clinical results were absolutely uh, fantastic. But anyway, uh, you can try the product for free. And all you have to do is go to voodoopainrelief.com. So you can go there and just uh, try it out for absolutely free. And tell me what you think. You're gonna, you're, I'm telling you what, it's going to help you. Muscle pain, arthritis pain, whatever it is. Go there and check it out. All right, we'll be right back. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do is that is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. So Scotty Scheffler wins this first tournament, and of course, then we have we hear, you know, is this going to open up the floodgates? The first of many. I will agree with this, and Scotty Scheffler even said it. I think the, the first win's the hardest. After that, you get, you know, you've got the confidence. You've got something to think back on. Hey, I did it here. And and that and that definitely is something to to build on. There's no 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 two ways about it. It's like I always say the rich get richer and the experienced get more experienced. And then it 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 makes it easier the next time. So I I I, I do agree with that. Uh it doesn't necessarily unlock the floodgates unless you've just got so much, so much game. And Scotty Scheffler has a lot of game. But let's look at his statistics. Uh, last year, 21st tee to green, 107th in putting, 83rd in approach shots to the green, 28th around the green, 17th off the tee. This year, he's 44 tee to green, 111th off the tee. He's 60th in putting. He's putting a little bit better, hitting it a little worse. Uh, and then he, you know, putted pretty darn good on Sunday and putted, you know, putted good at the, uh, you know, obviously on Saturday when he shot such a, such a low round on Saturday at the, at the Phoenix Open. That was, that was, you know, phenomenal stuff there. He finished second for the, for the week in putting, 13th for the week in uh, strokes gained tee to green. He beat Cantley by a stroke with the putter. Cantley beat him by a stroke with the ball striking. They tied, and then, you know, the playoff was, I mean, some good drives, some bad drives, you know, some missed putts, and a made, made putt. You know, nothing stellar, nothing, you know, not not like, you know, I'm waiting for, you know, I'm waiting for drive it down the middle, wedge it up, you know, gimme and make the putt. Which which Scheffler did in regulation, which which I'm sure gave him confidence, but then he missed the putt. It wasn't, it wasn't even close, by the way. Wrong speed, wrong line. Other than that, it was good. So that wasn't a, a good sign. But you know, sometimes and they, they did say this, and I'll give them credit for this on the announcing, that you know, it's sometimes it's easier to make you know, a 15 or 20 footer than it is to make a short one. Cause you're over the short one. You think I, I, I'm supposed to make this and you're over a little long one. You think I got a chance to make this and that does free you up a little bit. And that's, that's kind of what happened. And he, he, uh, hit a great putt and made it. And you know, it was, uh, it was cool to see. I like to see new guys win. 
I like, you know, first-time winner, three weeks in a row on the PGA Tour. So hard to win on the PGA Tour. Remember, everybody says that. So hard to win. On, you know, it's so hard to win on the PGA Tour that three times uh, in a row, three times in a row, a player who's never won before won because it's so hard to win on the PGA Tour. <laughs> oh, so hard to win. So hard to win that uh, the number one players won once last year. That's why it's so hard to win. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I talked about this a, a couple weeks ago or a week ago, and I, you know, and some people didn't get my sarcasm on that. I, I don't think it's so hard to win on the PGA Tour. I think it's easier than it's ever been to win on the PGA Tour because there is a total absence of dominant players. When you've got one player winning six, seven, eight times, you got another player winning five, six times, you got another player winning four or five times. I mean, you got that, you know, Mickelson, VJ Singh, Tiger Woods, Ernie Els. I mean, you got players winning a lot of tournaments. You got three, four, five players eating up a lot of wins. That's when it's hard to win on the PGA Tour. Right now, it pretty much looks like anybody could win on the PGA Tour. Right? It's the same formula for everybody. Have the great, you know, great putting week, great ball striking week, put it together, and there you go. You got it. Hard to win on the PGA Tour. It's hard for the better players to win on the PGA Tour. Maybe that's because the better players aren't head and shoulders above everybody else. And I think that's pretty much much the case. But Saudi Scheffler has now won on the PGA Tour. He's up to ninth in the world. Imagine that. He's ninth in the world. He's won one time. It doesn't take much. And you know what? He, he seems to be pretty tough under you know the heat. Like he's done good in some major championships and put himself right there. Well, he could, you know, he could do it. He looks like a guy that, you know, could win a handful of tournaments on the PGA Tour before his career is over. I, I, I don't, I don't look at him and think that's that's going to be, you know, the next Tiger Woods. But, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. But you know, he he could definitely. You know what? There's a lot of guys that will lament uh, what got away. At the Phoenix Open, Justin Thomas finished uh, 13 under par, and he, you know, so he he lost by three shots. He finished 60th in putting. He got beat by nine and a half shots with the putter by Scotty Scheffler, and lost by three. Brooks Kepka had two three putts on Sunday, lost by one. You know, I always say. Three putts and penalty shots. Xander Shoffley lost by a shot. He lost to Scotty Scheffler by seven and a half shots with the putter and had two balls in the water on Saturday. That is what you call pissing a tournament away. But that's what happens. It's always fun for me to analyze it and see exactly what happened. But those are the guy right there, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley. They will lament the one that got away. I, I point to those guys and I say, who? They had, they had a, there's a definite path to victory. 
Figali for sure, too. There's a path to victory. You know, Cantley was one putt away from victory. I guess that's what they mean when they say it's hard to win on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Not really. They shot the same score pretty much. They all Actually, it was kind of easier to win with the score-wise this year on the, the at the Phoenix Open. But Scotty Scheffler won. Seems like a great guy. He's from Texas. Good attitude. Likeable guy. Hope he wins a bunch this year. And he maybe he maybe he could be the new star. Don't don't bet on it though. Don't bet don't bet on that. But he'll he'll win again. I don't know if he'll win again this year, but he'll win again for sure. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app so you get the podcast every day. Go to HaneyUniversity.com and uh, check out all the information about my lessons on there and sign up for your free instructional videos that will come to your uh, email box. And go to VoodooPainRelief.com and get your free Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We'll talk to you soon on the Hank Any Podcast. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.